1: Welcome to the sportive. of episode 43 We're right now we're We're sort of running the five The five on three penalty kill right now Because we're missing everybody Clarence is late joining Stu might be even later joining So for the moment it's just me I'm your host John Marthaler And down in Dallas is Brandon Shout out to hockey innings. Shout out to hockey innings. See, now you brought it up. I didn't you bring in it. I didn't bring in hockey innings. I said we're on the 5 on 3 penalty kill. That's a hockey metaphor. It's your stupid hockey innings idea that has all-time 5 on 3.
0: Anybody who's listened to this show knows that our claim to fame is we're the inventors of the hockey innings innovation. I'd like to apologize you're gonna take to the listeners of this show
1: cuz Brandon thinks you're stupid.
0: I'm just trying to bond with the people. They hear five on three, they immediately go there. I'm just saying, I heard you. I'm on the same wavelength as our right now. There are many in fans.
1: HockeyInnings.com to the internet. We
0: should we should have that redirect here. We probably should. If we we're a good businessman, that's going to take off. Yeah. I guarantee it someday. I'll get well, right on guarantee there. is a strong word. Um, I hope that's a quite a downgrade from guarantee. All
1: right, let's start out this week uh, with Gopher basketball because Brandon is just back from a scouting trip to watch the Gopher basketball team, as well as a scouting trip to try to prove once and for all that Grand Rapids, Michigan, is not the worst town in America. (laughs) So let's start with Gopher basketball, and then we'll move on to Grand Rapids. Gophers go to Michigan State, number five team in the country, take them to overtime, and then I think they lost by 12 in overtime, didn't they?
0: They lost by 12 in overtime. Which is a little
1: hard to do. 16-4
0: 16-4 to 4 run in overtime. There were 11-point underdogs going into it, which is insane. So <laughs> really? I don't know if... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a lot of emotions probably going on in Vegas at the time.
1: Hypothetically. Um, I, hypo- speaking hypothetically, did you have money riding on this game?
0: No. No, I didn't. I actually had the uh, my betting site open before the game and wanted to do a golf's 11 just because it... It felt a little high to me, but I don't trust my gut, and um, I hadn't run my. I have like a little projection system for all my bets, and that basically said it's supposed to be right on at eleven points. So I let it go, and I'm so happy because that would have ruined my day, mm-hmm. ruined it. I would absolutely. have been absolutely
1: one of uh, the worst games in history for you.
0: But what I'm curious about is, I don't really know much about. Uh, and I, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but Selection Sunday and who gets into the tournament and who doesn't, but. Um, Strength of schedule is part of it, right? And point differential and all these sort of things? I mean.
1: Well, yes, I think the committee looks at that stuff.
0: I don't okay, no so know. Like, I it's
1: election Sunday.
0: I'm no Joe Lunardi, Brandon. No, no, of course not. I mean, there's only one. Mm-hmm. There can be only one Joe Lunardi, yeah. who I don't know who that is. Um, He's a guy
1: in ESPN. He used to do bracketology. He may not be there anymore. That might have been a reference from 1999. Deep pull. I know.
0: Deep pull. That's usually Stu's.
1: Yep. it well, would have been some rock act that nobody's ever heard of from 1968.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what I'm curious about is, do they treat a 12-point loss in overtime like almost a tie? Because they played them so competitively until that last five minutes, right? Um, you know, when it comes down to it, are they going to consider that they played them really, really tough, or it was, you know, 12-point game, not that close? That's what I'm curious about. So
1: basically, what we're about to do is have an argument about a mathematical system that neither of us knows what it is, nor whether yeah. it's actually used in tournament selection.
0: <laughs> yeah, it might not be at all. That's pretty deep, um, even for us. I was just curious. Yeah, I don't know, but it was a really good game. Um, they were in control. They're up fifty-three to forty-three uh, early in the second. Early in the second half, and seemed to be moving the ball really well and. I don't think Michigan State did a whole lot to adjust um, to take the game back over. I just think the Gophers, I was trying to pay attention. I don't remember off the top of my head, but they went something like eight straight minutes without a field goal. Mm-hmm. In eight minutes, they scored like three points or four points. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of ended. It ended up being a 17-3 to run or something like that. And Michigan State's just too good. They have three or four players um, that are all better than anybody on the Gophers. Um, Harris and Kaminsky. And Appling, I think, are three guys. that At least that game played really, really well. Way better than uh, anybody on the Ghost. So, um, I know Malik Smith got us points. But, um, yeah, they moved the ball pretty well. For And I don't think they have a ton of talent. So, it was, um, it was impressive to see them actually in the game. Seems to be the opposite of uh, the Tubby Smith era. Uh, I know everybody's just maybe probably too sour on him. But, God, it just didn't seem like they were ever fun to watch. You know, there were a few wins here and there. Maybe one a season. But... Um, so that part was pretty refreshing. I don't know
1: if you can say they were never fun to watch, given that they beat the number one team in the country last year. That was pretty fun to watch. I can't, I can't say that it was a particularly good game, but you can't say. There's always
0: one or two. They beat Louisville that one Mm -hmm. year when Louisville was like third. Yeah. I know it happens, but by and large, every time I watched them, I just came away bummed and a little bored, you know? So it was kind of fun that it was enjoyable to watch that was that was pretty cool
1: i think part of the thing that you've got going here is that you're a true basketball fan and so you you enjoy watching basketball played well i Mm -hmm. on the other hand grew up watching big 10 basketball all games if i'm remembering correctly every gopher basketball game for my entire childhood we're talking the years 1989 through about 2008 every one of them was refereed by ed hightower every single Mm -hmm. one of them they all, they all all finished forty-two to thirty-nine. Uh, the teams combined to shoot eleven percent from the floor because yeah. every player on both teams was allowed to foul as often as they liked. It yeah. was truly, it was truly shoulder pads short of football. And so, through sheer repetition, I grew to love the style of Big Ten basketball that is indistinguishable oh, from wheelchair rugby. So this is like a Stockholm Syndrome thing, Exactly. Right? That's exactly what it is. God, that it's, sucks, man. Every year when, we, when the NBA Finals roll around and it's LeBron versus Kevin Durant or something like that, and it's just the most athletic, graceful men on the planet doing amazing things, I'm pretty much blown away because what I'm used to is watching Clem Haskins scream at the officials and Vashawn Leonard pour in a game-high 12 points and the Gophers beat Iowa 51-47. to
0: Oh, I've been cringing for the last four minutes. Ever since you started talking, just a Yeah, I'm
1: not, I'm not in any way saying that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm just saying. You, no, you were bored bad. by the Tubby Smith days, but I enjoy games where if you went into the lane, you were fouled by seven different people and no foul was called. I have
0: to think <clears> if you are a true basketball diehard, there's very little chance you prefer college basketball to the NBA, right?
1: absolutely true
0: okay okay the, good as far as I, oh, can, I wasn't sure i didn't think it was going out on a limb there but no. I, you know you never know
1: as far as i can tell the only exciting thing about college basketball are rivalry games and yep. so and the tournament everything else yeah. is just absolutely boring
0: yeah um i would say rivalry games absolutely true <laughs> tournament of course uh and the student section is the only other thing yep college hoops has going for it. And MSU student section was pretty great. They had uh, the full, not the full, but probably three quarters of the, um, the very first 10 sections in the lower bowl were student sections mm-hmm. all standing up the whole time. Um, did a lot of fun things in between timeouts and all that. So that made it really, really exciting as well. We were in the first row of the upper deck, which is actually one of the best places to watch a game, I think. Um, and so we had a lot of alumni sitting near us, and there was probably six to six to eight times throughout the game where one of the old guys would stand up and scream at the top of his lungs and uh, beat his, you know, uh, turn off Yeah, just was so fucking upset that something could happen. And he's, you know, he's 80 feet away from the action. He's screaming at these referees like they think uh, they're going to be able to affect the game. They all have the um, silent, sad, uh, verbally abused wife sitting Mm -hmm. down next to them. Uh, it was that really made it a lot of fun too to see these guys their days ruined by they didn't call traveling or whatever. Uh, Michigan State has its number of fans, like I'm sure every team does. So that was also pretty enjoyable.
1: I like seeing those fans because that's the kind of fan that I'm going to be when I'm older. So oh, are you? It's okay. nice to see that I'm not alone. That I can actually yeah. be eighty five years old and screaming at an official with it's outdated good to language. Have-
0: it's good to have guides in your life, you know, mm-hmm. like people who wear those what would Jesus do things. You know, you can just look down on it and have somebody to go, well, what would this guy... You have those guides of the guys in the upper deck of college basketball games screaming. You mm-hmm. go, all right, see?
1: Yep. See,
0: this I, is fine. You I always
1: wanted to know that I never had to grow up. And thanks not to alone. college basketball, I know that I did. Yeah.
0: Didn't, um, speaking of temper tantrums in the crowd at a basketball game, didn't... Uh, didn't our uh, podcaster emeritus, who will go uh, unnamed, Mike have some have some? <laughs> Didn't he have some freak out that Rocket was telling us? Uh, do you remember hearing about this?
1: Well, he's had a number of freakouts. Yeah,
0: no, that's true. But the the worst one was a Wolves Spurs game uh, when he said uh, when he screamed at the top of his lungs, "Fuck you, Malik Rose."
1: Yeah, or something like that.
0: That's true. I don't want to be corrected, Mr. Rand, nope. if you're listening. I don't He's care. I'm just going to believe that that's true. Yep. But yeah, and I don't think it was anything that Malik Rose did besides, like, he made a basket at a clutch time. You know, he didn't start a fight. It doesn't or even, should, even have to he be a clutch. Legitimately time. Be
1: mad at... Malik Rose made two <laughs> baskets in a row in the second quarter of a five point game and Rand ran <laughs> lost. Kids, there's kids
0: around him, and he just, at the top of his lungs, this is a grown man, professional. Should probably know a little bit better. Fuck you, Malik Rose. One of my favorite stories.
1: That is why Rand is the greatest
3: though. <laughs> yeah.
1: He doesn't go in for the cynicism. He just goes in for the white hot burning anger.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would make like
1: sarcastic
0: remarks about. and cutting remarks. Mm-hmm. I don't allow myself to feel emotions. Like mm-hmm. I have to try to try to pretend that I'm a little removed from all of this yep. and this is uh, no, I'm like I'm trying to. Uh, you're trying to uh, be dead inside. Fake myself out. Yeah, like I didn't give a shit about this anyway. And you know, inside I'm heartbroken. He just lets it all out. Good for him. It's probably a sign of maturity.
1: I go for somewhere in the middle of those two things, where I turn it inwards upon myself, where I have the same amount of rage as Mike, whereas you manage to bite mm-hmm. it off and you're missing a little bit of the rage. But I take the rage and turn it back upon myself and eat myself from the inside out. And eventually, I will die of a stroke at age 42 because yeah. of all the rage caused by every Minnesota team known to man. Yeah, I don't think you have much time left by the sounds of it. Yeah, I had a good run. Oh, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, the Twins won the World Series in 1991, and the Gophers won a couple of hockey titles, and that was all I needed. Okay, so you got to your I can die now point <laughs> at like 21 yeah. years old. after that, it's been all downhill. Two
0: World Series, two Gopher Championships... That's it. I peaked.
1: What else huh. do you want out of me, Braxy?
0: No, that's good. good all for
1: right. You. So forget about the Gophers. Tell us about Grand uh-huh. Rapids.
0: Um, I was, I'd was. i like to report that uh, you guys were all fucking wrong. Grand Rapids is great. It's a really <laughs> cool city. Um, I told you. I wish you would have listened to me. Give us the rundown. Um, it is 200,000 people, so a good-sized city. It's... Um, I would say it's everything that Duluth wishes it could be and wants to be. All right. So it's big, but it's not like Hustle and Bustle downtown big. Uh, There's a downtown area. um, So 200,000
1: people is St. Paul, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's say it's St. Paul without the suburbs around it. Because Grand Rapids is kind of contained within Grand Rapids.
1: St. Paul without Woodbury.
0: St. Paul without Woodbury and Mendota
1: Heights. No Stillwater, no Hastings, anything like that.
0: There is there is White Bear Lake. There, there is, is White Bear Lake. Right. Lake. Yep, yep, we're gonna it's keep White Bear Lake. Saint Paul and White
1: Bear Lake.
0: Saint Paul and White Bear Lake, yeah. And uh, and we'll keep Cannon Falls, just to throw a bone to our <laughs> We'll keep Cannon Falls. To Clarence, um, who showed
1: up later? Yeah. If at all. So we don't know if basic, he's gonna be here or not. Who, who knows? Yeah. can't rely on
0: him. These Gen Xers, you know. They're lazy. That's what they are.
1: Bring on the generational Awards again, even though you and me and Clarence are all in the same one.
0: Yeah. No, we're not. I'm a millennial. He's Gen X.
1: You're That's not so a millennial.
0: True. Yes, I am.
1: No, you're not.
0: I started the millennials.
1: I'm no, like you didn't. the
0: founder of millennials. That's my age. That's not true. Is where the millennials start.
1: What year were you born?
0: The very end of 1980.
1: All right. So you're older than I am. Yep, and I'm see. I, gradu- I graduated in the 2000s, so mm-hmm. technically I would be a millennial. But I think I, I think I have more to do with Gen Y than I do with the millennials. Anyway, I don't know how did we get off on this tangent. Anyway, aren't those interchangeable? I don't know. Ask Clarence. He's the one that's complaining. Well, actually, it wasn't Clarence. It was Rand. It was Rand who went off on the rant of all millennials. It related to the baseball Hall of Fame and. If yep. you want to learn more, you can tweet at Randball because I can't possibly explain it or do it justice. No,
0: I have no. I still have no idea what he was talking about. Me neither. Weird.
1: All right, um, okay, Grand Rapids. So
0: Grand Rapids is. Um, they make their all their own beer. There's tons of craft uh, local breweries. They have uh, their restaurants are all organic, artsy food, and the whole vibe is just very chill, hippie. Um, outdoorsy granola um, chill vibe. So the bar you said TV. chill twice That's how, that's how chill I am, bro. So you what
1: know? you're saying is it's the Portland of the Midwest. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I oh, think it's, it. Yeah.
1: Sure. So I when you that. got into town, you were issued a fixed gear bicycles and su- bicycle and some suspenders.
0: I was rolling on a fixie the entire time with my right pant leg tucked into my socks. Uh huh um i grew i was wearing a fedora and suspenders basically the entire time had some quirky facial hair mm-hmm. um yeah it was great it was it was similar to portlandia yeah but you didn't expect that about grand rapids did you i did That was kind of a shitty like lansing which Pretty much. lansing by the way is a piece of shit city. is it <laughs> yeah yeah how about east lansing so, east Lansing's is just as bad they're both bad Right. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of, um, when you're on campus, campus is always decent, but even that is not great. Um, basically, as far as I know, Michigan is Ann Arbor, Grand Rapids, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, when you said Grand Rapids, I immediately imagined Detroit. Yeah, no, nope,
0: nope, not even close. Not near it, not anything like it. Um There's not really that big of buildings, any of that sort of stuff. So, no, Granted, up it's very underrated. I mean, it's hard to say, like, I think everybody should go there because it is kind of a pain to get to.
1: How far Uh, is it from
0: Detroit? It's two hours from Detroit, three from Chicago. Um, But if you're in the vicinity and you're near there, um, yeah, it's a good spot for sure. I really, really liked it. The beer was amazing. Every single beer I
1: had there was kick-ass. Clarence, is that you? Are you joining us right now? A man, Clarence Whoa. is here. Whoa, fucker?
2: How you guys doing? Are you guys taping? We are. Yeah, oh. we're
1: right in the middle of it. This is going to be right. great listening. All right. Is How's it going? Sands mustache. Yeah, Clarence is him, here. The beard is gone. Oh boy. The mustache is. I, I saw some pictures of the mustache, and it was epic. I'd have to say.
2: It was. I got some looks. I got some interesting looks.
0: From some ladies? Mm-hmm.
2: From uh, ladies, Stop. children, uh, yes, government officials, mm-hmm. really
1: everybody. Yep. In, in nine months, the Spooner Hospital is going to experience a spate of immaculately conceived births <laughs> because of that mustache. <laughs> and yeah. they're all going to be born with full facial hair. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Doc? He's splitting up. He's out grumpy. Good to Look forward out. to that knocked October, Spooner Hospital. All right. Uh, Brandon's just going through his Grand Rapids trip right now. We just discovered it's the Portland of the Midwest. Keep going with what you did on this trip, Brandon.
2: I don't believe him, but I am all ears and keeping an open mind.
0: Clarence, are you a fan of uh, fresh, home-cooked meals? (laughs) Am I? You know it. Oh, boy. Do you like uh, um, brew pubs and... Local, Ding. local breweries.
2: Ding. Yes. Yes.
0: It, and yes. Do you uh, dislike the downtown scene, clubbing, <laughs> and raves, and, you ecstasy, know it. and pop and popping Molly? Poopy, um, poopy poopy. Yep. I like I you like. Do you enjoy uh, the wilderness and outdoors yeah. and hunting? All right. Get Excellent. to the point, Braxi yeah then uh Grand Rapids was made for you, Clarence. That's exactly what oh Grand Rapids God. is all about. Is Sounds all like that. paradise yeah i mean i I said to John, but it's like it's what Duluth wishes it could be if it still had a decent economy. It's kind of outdoorsy but still <laughs> sure. has some culture and some uh whatever so um no, so I pizza? thought it was t- good pizza, real really? good pizza yeah, oh cheeseburgers sure. cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. I saw lots of them. I saw cheeseburgers everywhere in oh, windows and people's hands. I love cheeseburgers.
1: Do they have cars there, Brandon?
0: Dude, yeah, dude! <laughs> Everybody's issued. A Everybody brand drives new a car. Uh, Prius.
1: This town sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Very. Sounds like city.
1: this really sounds like the lead into a friggin' musical number.
3: <laughs>
2: we I like it. Go so far, I love rabbits. it. What I'd like to know, I mean, so Portland has, you know, so it's kind of like Portland is what it sounds like. Yep. But maybe with less people on trains and bikes and with the berets, with the French baguette coming out of their recyclable <laughs> bag. Uh, is it? Is that, are we getting... Am I honing in
0: on it? it's a little yeah, it's a little older, a little less uh, cramped than Portland, but there is a fair share of hippies there um but I found them to be i usually find hippies um unless they're unless they have gotten too hippie I usually find them more funny than anything um sure okay uh there's a there's a a good amount of people to laugh at too,
2: oh <laughs> right. I can appreciate that. I
0: enjoyed the funny mustaches a lot, Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoyed how many people wore suspenders. I wasn't expecting all those suspenders.
2: (laughs) I don't understand the
0: suspender deal. It's like
2: my Uncle Earl wore suspenders. Um, You know, he just wore suspenders because they kept his pants up. Yeah, yeah. And so hipsters now wear
0: suspenders. Yeah, I think um, here's the deal. We're wearing some tight pants these days, right? Oh, tell me about it. I know just all about skin it. Skin tight our pants, so yeah. you can't put your hands in your pockets anymore. You just can't fit them in there. Nope.
3: Well, so you not Yeah.
0: You need to do something with your hands, so you just hook that thumb into your uh, into your suspenders, and that's what you're doing with them.
2: Huh?
0: So there you go. That I think I just figured out the reason why people wear suspenders.
2: Twirl your mustache and flick mm-hmm. on your suspenders.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, you flick them out a little bit and you snap them. Uh, It drives the ladies wild. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure it does. Yeah. 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 With their hairy
2: armpits and, yeah, that sounds real great. The
0: whole town just smells like patchouli. (laughs) 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 Matthew
2: McConaughey. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, no, it was uh, it was a re- really cool city, though. Again, I don't know how people are going to get there. It's not like a touristy visit place because it's a little oh. bit out in the middle of nowhere. But if you find yourself in Michigan, that's probably the place to go.
1: All right. All right. So tell us about Founders Brewing. Give us the tour.
0: Um, let's see. I don't know if there's a bar that can compare to it.
1: Because um, we established last week that Founders Brewing makes every good beer we've ever heard of.
0: Yeah. Yep. It had every single one of those on tap and it had all of them. Um, I would say it is the closest thing I can think of is the bulldog in St. Paul. Ooh, I where love that it's, bar. Oh, it's big. It's got high ceilings. Um, mm-hmm. it's longer than that. Uh, it's a bigger bar. There's a lot more open space, okay. but just with the vibe inside the, um, the design, um, and then they have a stage where they have music uh, as well. And then there's, I guess they would say there's there's also a really huge patio. Um, but the beer was fucking amazing. I mean, obviously I love all the IPA, I drink it anyway, but, and maybe this is one of those sort of um, placebo things where it just, it seemed like it tasted a lot better there. Sure. I loved every minute of it.
1: That sounds great. I love beer.
0: Yep. Yep,
1: you so, should get there. So you got Founders, you've got the Gopher Basketball game. What else are you doing in Grand Rapids?
0: And just went to uh, three or four more brew pubs, and uh, pizza places, and restaurants, and all that oh, sort of shit. I love pizza. Um, went back to my buddy's place, and sat in his garage. <laughs> for like three hours and just got I couldn't even see straight drinking so much. <laughs> just the thing that we like doing. is just sitting mm-hmm. in a garage. He's so I proud of himself for I having a garage good. with a little tiny heater in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm actually amazed we didn't die. I think that you're supposed to probably have a garage door open when you're running that propane heater. Nah. But hey no. made, I made it
2: Oh Pardon me, Ed Bagley. You are know, like a fucking garage door opener. Just leave it right where it's at. All of that you propane know. just
1: floats up to the roof. You're not breathing up there.
2: As long as yeah, you're not you're sitting
1: fine. in the rafters, you're fine.
0: The beauty is anybody who would ever tell you that that's dangerous or not to do it is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't build those houses. Garages strong enough to... Uh,
2: Trap all that stuff in. They're pretty
1: for legal reasons. The Sported podcast recommends you do not run a propane heater in your garage. With ah, the they're pretty
0: permeable. They're not. They're not yeah. insulated all that well. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we did a lot of garage talking, a lot of garage drinking. Good. Uh, good for yeah. you. Good, bros' weekend, man. Really, good, good bros' weekend. Yep. Guy needs it. Guy needs it every couple every couple months. I think I just need to get out of town and have some beers. Yep. Good
1: stuff. All right, so gopher basketball, slightly underwhelming, but still possibly a tournament team. We're happy with gopher basketball. you happy with being a gopher fan, wearing your gopher shirt that you bought two days before the game?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I am. I think that they're probably my – I never really realized until these past couple years that the main thing I care about for rooting for a team is how well coached they are. That seems to get to me more than anything. So I think they seem like they're well coached. So I really enjoy them.
2: Well, for college sports, I think especially because the that's the only lasting thing is the coach. The players come and go, obviously every forty years. At yeah, at the most, you them know, for four years. So you better like the coach because he's the only one that's going to be sticking around, right? Whether right. it's football or basketball.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, they seem like they're pretty decent. Um, Andre Hollins is getting his points. Um, I don't have no idea what happened to Austin Holland. Something, something bad happened to him, man. He looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad. Not only is he not scoring, but turnovers and didn't really seem to hit the boards very well or box out. Right. We'll see. Maybe it's just a slump. Let's hope it is. It'd be weird to all of a sudden get bad at basketball at like 22 years old, right?
1: Well, it yep. happened to everybody who ever played for Tubby Smith, so. <laughs> hey,
0: Yeah, and then fountain of youth every time they moved on.
1: Yeah, it was like, wow. That guy was good his freshman year. Junior year, he suddenly seems very bad at basketball. Yeah, no kidding. Very weird. All right. Um, yeah, I like him. Now that we got Clarence here, we can talk Vikings, too. The Vikings hired Mike Z- Cincinnati defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer as their head coach today. I assume he's outside Winter Park screaming at cars right now. That seems <laughs> to be news. his thing. Bag news. So, thoughts? Anybody got – my opinion on Zimmer hasn't changed in that I don't I don't see the value in having a coach that screams at people, but what do I know? I've never what been an care, NFL player. John? I don't understand why you care if he screams. I guess I don't. He's and not it, screaming at you. But I don't know. Maybe I empathize with people. I don't know. Which oh, You know what you can do, John, if it really it bothers you
2: that much? Well, start with putting it in your butt. <laughs> second thing <laughs> well, you can given. do is, you know – the uh, Community Ed, City of Roseville Community Ed, is putting on a production of uh, Fiddler on the Roof. And you and A.J. Barker can hold hands and go down there and talk about how sad it makes you when a coach yells at you. A.J. Barker, you can, what a reference. Because nobody, nobody <laughs> is going to yell at you when you're putting on a production of Fiddler on the Roof. And, uh, you know, you can singing If I Were a Rich Man, and you and A.J. Can, can cry and laugh and, you know, just have a great time. What the hell do you care if Mike Zimmer <laughs> yells at people or doesn't?
1: Where did on Frasier the roof come at, from out of here? <laughs>
2: Leslie Frazier didn't yell at anybody, and he had two of the most miserable seasons in Vikings history of his three years. Maybe uh, the uh,
0: argument is that um, yelling at people might not be effective. But he's been effective.
2: Zimmer has been effective as a defensive coordinator. The bigger question is, can he be a head coach? Yeah. He never has been. Was Cincinnati's yeah.
1: defense good this year? I honestly don't know. Yeah, they, they were
0: good, and they lost like their three best defensive players. Yeah, and he's been a good, good.
2: defense. He has created good defenses wherever he's been. He is a good defensive coordinator. The okay. question is, is he going to be a good head coach? I'm, I'm deferring, I'm withholding judgment until he picks his coordinators. Then I'll. Because that's the biggest thing. Leslie was miserable at it. He's fucking mm-hmm. horrible at it. He had horrible coordinators. So yeah. let's just wait and see. Withhold judgment on Zimmer. And t- see who he picks as his offensive coordinator, predominantly. And then his D coordinator will have to. You know, I don't know. It's, is it going to matter? Because Zimmer will be kind of controlling that. So, and to pray to Jesus that Spielman just stays out of the way. Like we've talked about. Just don't even tell him about the draft. Tell him about the wrong date. Don't yeah. Tell him it's. Well, they moved it to June this year. And uh hope he, hope he doesn't learn the, the truth. We so, should
0: find out what country uh, has the worst Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> and then Ghana? S- send him there. Use our sportive sponsorship money to send mm-hmm. him there during the draft. We can't even like, check him.
2: Tell him there is some great uh, Notre Dame recruit down there that he, you know, <laughs> he can take a look at, give us his yep. opinion. Yeah.
1: In the Central African Republic. Yeah, I That's like
2: it. place. Yep, the Congo. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: so more to come, but it's not a disaster hire, right? I don't think so. No, I, I'm fine with it on its surface.
1: So no. you're, you're fine with a Spielman guy?
2: I am not convinced it was a Spielman guy. And, and I know I'm kind of going off the, the track here. I haven't really heard it from anybody else. But wh- how do we know this is a Rick Spielman hire? I have no Zimmer, idea. Zimmer is a Parcells guy. We know how much Ziggy, how much the Wilfs love Parcells.
1: They do love Bill and Parcells more than we Mike know that itself. they were
2: going to talk to him, and we know that Parcells said he would recommend Mike Zimmer if asked. So, how do we know? And Mike Zimmer, by all accounts, is, is everybody says that he's not a yes man. He is going to one of his biggest faults is he's going to tell you what's on his mind. Well, if I were Ziggy Wolf and Rick Spielman is on his last leg, he should have been fired already, but he's on his last leg, this is his last shot, I'm not going to have a yes, man. That'll just tell us some toady. That'll tell Rick whatever he wants to hear. I want a guy that'll challenge Spielman. So all signs in my mind point to this guy being Ziggy Wolf's hire
0: and uh, to, keep, to keep Rick in check. But
2: tell me where I'm wrong.
0: That's a nice story. Joke, um, But I just feel like this is sort of an Occam's Razor situation. The GM right. is hiring the head coach in almost all cases. Um, so my guess is that's probably what happened here as well.
3: That's and fair. So, uh,
0: like, so Spielman is bad in a lot of ways and bad in the most important ways, but he has, hasn't shown himself to be categorically incompetent. right? He does a few things. He seems I'm to be like kind of... I'm not ready to... <laughs> to admit that.
1: He's, he's, I'm also not ready to agree with that. He's he shown pretty he much can't. nothing but incompetence.
2: Pretty, pretty much. yeah. It, anything that's not on a mock draft board by Joe Blow's you know, Oakland Raiders or the Dog Pound mock draft could could pick anybody that's been of any value to Rick Spielman. He's, good, late, at,
1: the, he's good at identifying the guys who have Notre Dame written next to their name on the draft that's
2: sheet. That's exactly right. Anybody yeah. that past the second round is with with a few exceptions, which some um, you know we've talked about. It's almost mathematically impossible not to nail at least one, right. like a or Matt Cool. like everybody
0: knew that we were taking him.
2: Everybody, well, and my point is, even in after round two, the guys that you pick, at least one of them is going to pan out. But right. the good teams have five or six of those later round guys that pan mm-hmm. out, even even higher double double digit numbers. And he's Spielman's got one or two. Yeah, uh, so most teams has one or two. It's not enough that the good
1: teams have more than that. They build through the draft. Most teams, if you get a fourth round pick, it's a valuable thing. With the Vikings, right. you might as well just give them the last ten picks in the draft and just let them throw darts because
0: right. That's right. Do you think that um, it's possible that we are overstating his? Um, and I'm kind of going opposite of what I might previous point was, go figure, um, that we're overstating his um, uh, status within the organization. No, I I don't think so. I was just reading um, about, uh, I read that, I know we talked about it last week, but that Pete Carroll article, Pete Carroll was hired by the owner and he hired the GM. And I know Andy Reid had the same thing happen where the owner hired Andy Reid and Andy Reid kind of chose his general manager Mm -hmm. and he's the face of the organization i know belichick is a third example where he runs the organization he has a gm so he can do all that front office stuff and really help with the scouting but belichick is the one saying these are the guys that i want and work within my system um i know that we all agree and everybody knows in basketball and in baseball the gm is the king and Mm -hmm. they're the they maybe don't manage the manager or coach on a day-to-day basis, but they are the boss. And yep. I think that, you know, I'm just not sure if if it's a case-by-case thing and there are just some exceptions, but I don't think it's like that in football. I think the the coach is the, is the key and coach is the king. So I'm just wondering if maybe we are blaming Spielman for maybe a lot of terrible decisions by Leslie Frazier. But it's all guessing, obviously. We don't have a clue. I'm just saying, look around the, the rest of the league. It seems to be the coach is the guy making the decisions.
1: Yeah, Les Frazier never struck me as a guy who was in the war room making personnel decisions.
0: Me neither, but it might just be because he was such a boring interview.
1: right? <laughs> I don't know. I, he also never said anything on the sidelines.
0: you think it would have come out that if
2: if Christian Treponder was Leslie Frazier's draft pick, oh, yeah. that, that probably at
0: one point would have trickled mm-hmm. out.
2: Frazier would has, be under
1: the bus long ago. Yeah, probably, so this is as,
0: another we're trusting, and I'm not saying we shouldn't, but we just have to trust the reports that we that we hear and that we get that the truth would have come out at some point. No, I'm saying yeah, Rick I,
1: Spielman would have thrown everybody under the bus if there was exactly any real right. reason to.
0: As he did when Leslie
2: left. I would think there'd be at least some smoke otherwise if yeah. there was some okay. fire there.
1: If Rick, there a little. if Rick Spielman's mother worked for the Vikings, he would have fired her by now and said, if well, this, mom just wasn't getting it done. Vikes are the biggest thing in this town. Somebody would have trickled.
2: Fuck, fuck, the Star Rune's got two Vikings beat writers. Right. Uh, in the middle of April, we're talking Vikings, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Year-round on both sports stations, it would have trickled out. So All right, fair enough. That's my... I think before uh, 2011, those drafts, Spielman did not have as much power. I, I do agree with you. I think when he was named... Uh, GM, you know, given all the power,
0: then the draft, he
2: owned completely. Okay. Everything after that is on him.
0: Well, let's say, wishful thinking, uh, Ziggy sees the way the league is changing and that the coach is the guy with the power from now on and hired Zimmer with that point in mind. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I think wishful you and I, I are
2: coming. It. Yeah, that's okay. my hope. We will see. That's my hope. I, yeah. I don't have any insider knowledge. I have... The dots that are in front of me that I'm connecting in my own head that I'm uh, often mocked and ridiculed for. Hey, in many Sometimes cases stifled. Don't forget stifled. Often stifled. <laughs> often but, stifled. But uh, that's all I know is that you got a guy here that was hired that he doesn't take any shit from anybody, as they say, and mm-hmm. isn't going to blow smoke up Spielman's ass. Uh, I'm not convinced this was 100% Spielman's hire. That's just me. Good. sales guy. What? Will you Sill, use, Everything points to this being
0: Will Sire
3: in my head. All right. Can
0: can we um, fire a couple shots? Are we okay with that? We're okay with that. Yeah. Fire away. Well, I want to fire two shots at um, Michael Rand. Oh, snap. Okey-doke. Well, I guess one of them is more of a question. Um, and I've actually, it's not really about him. I just saw him mention it, but I've seen a bunch of others as well. He's um, not here to defend himself, but that's right. which our Which is our favorite position to put people in.
1: <laughs> which, to be fair, he was invited to defend himself this week. So, Oh, I didn't yes, know that. he was. All right. All
0: right. Um, what is with this mentality that the longer you wait to hire a coach... The smarter you are as an organization. <laughs> well, I'm not you know saying it not work out. out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's 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 definitely the terrible thing. But I don't know why you. Hey, they're the last. Like, who's the last team right now that doesn't have a coach right now? Is it uh, the Cleveland? Because or- nobody Cleveland. wants to coach in Cleveland. I heard a Cleveland uh, somebody who I follow is a fan of the Browns or something was saying the same thing. Hey perfect. They're in a great position now. They can be patient. They can yada, yada. Okay, well, there are seven other coaches that they may have wanted that are gone. How are you saying that this is for sure a good thing?
1: The rumors for Cleveland are that they've offered the job to a number of people who have all turned it down because they talked to Rob (laughs) Judzinski first. He said, don't (laughs) under any circumstances coach that team.
2: That's
0: a whole other thing right there. I'm just really confused at that mentality. I
1: see
2: where Brandon's coming from, and the example I use is... You know, you're at your your, uh, your high school dance, and uh, everybody, it, it, your strategy is I'm, I'm going to wait until all the guys pick their dance partners. Then, yep. I, when they're all done, when the lacrosse team's done, the track team is all picked, All their, the football team's got all their girls. Lax right. bros are all set up. <laughs> yep. Then I'll have my pick of everybody that's left over. I think yep. I'm a genius. This is a genius strategy. And half an hour later, you're, you know, waltzing with a gal that looks like Edgar Winter, and <laughs> <laughs> here you are. You know, this, this is what I wanted all along. Yeah, uh, I, I
0: always loved the Booger Eater. <laughs> That's yeah. This is the one for me.
2: So I, I called Rand out on this uh, on the Twitter, and uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think I got an adequate comeback from him. Like we just agreed to disagree. But I don't get it either, Brandon. What? What? How that is a genius strategy? Waiting for all the <laughs> everyone else to get their top picks, then you'll yeah. have your pick of the leftovers.
0: And I'm not saying it's even necessarily a terrible move. It's just weird to immediately go to good job, great
3: work, everybody. Well,
2: it may it end up working out. out, like you say, it yeah. might. But that's not patience is a virtue, and in a pretty damn good Guns N' Roses song. But it's not like it always. Works out, no. Every
0: time, yeah. Okay, good. So we agree that that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It makes sense. No, okay, good. That
2: it's a good, repeatable uh, strategy for success. Right. It may okay. end up working out, but it's bad.
0: The last uh, bullet in my gun. Um. Uh, you know, directed at Michael Rand. Um, mm-hmm. What? is his fascination with Norv Turner. Why does he want Norv Turner hired?
1: I got, in the, I got in a Twitter argument with him about this this afternoon, and I'm right there with you, Brandon.
0: Um, he was last known as an offensive genius in the mid-'90s. We're talking 20 years ago. The game's a little bit different now, no, right?
1: He... No, he hasn't been an offensive genius since 1993. Let me... Can I... I'm, gonna, I'm not saying I agree. I'm Hold on. Agree. Let me. My Devil's point about advocate.
0: 1993, and then you can... I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Okay, Kanye. Thank and you. And I could be wrong. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think that Troy Aikman's career high in touchdowns was like 24, right? It just... Even, not even that long ago, was an entirely different game. It's just it was, not the same game anymore, right?
2: We may as well be talking about the single-wing offense
0: when you're <laughs> yeah. talking about
2: 1993. Yeah, it's a completely different game today.
0: So but that's still, when I'm he was, and I, and I read the book, um, that Cowboys book that uh, Jeff Proven wrote, which was, by the way, a fucking great book. Uh, Boys Be Boys, I think where they talked about how respected he was and how much of an innovative offensive mind, whatever. But again, this was 1993. And I feel like he's just been like the guy, like a Monty Kiffin guy that you hire over and over and over, and he seems to do a decent, okay, whatever bullshit job. And I just don't think that when you've got a defensive head coach, you want a guy like that running your offense because he's going to be running the offense. I'm just well, confused. Which we, so, all right. we should point he, out.
1: I, I did some looking up, and he's been an offensive coordinator five times since 1992-93, when the Cowboys won Super Bowls, and all of those offenses were 15th or worse in the league. No,
2: they were in yards. ER, okay, I, I prefer. Okay, I prefer offensive points. I okay. see where you're going. Uh, offensive points are just points. Offensive points because your defense can, you know, as the you know the Ravens, how many points do they get? Or the Bears always get seem to get touchdowns from their defense. So offensive points. Uh, Rand isn't here to defend himself, so I'm going to try try to defend Norv Turner. I'm not going to defend that he was the offensive coordinator in 1993. Christ, I was I hadn't even graduated from high school yet, and I'm fucking old. I, I'm
0: still so old. Just well, old. you had you had been. A dropout for 15 years at that point. I don't know if that's exactly. the best way to... <laughs> I, I'm trying to... I'm really trying to boil
2: it
1: down. Korea yeah. played havoc with Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's man. true. Man. So he,
2: he did a good job the best with years. Cleveland this year. Did, would you say he did an, an okay job that, with their quarterback situation?
1: <laughs> yep, they finished uh, in the bottom half of the league in offense. But
2: they had a, a horrible quarterback situation.
0: Isn't he partly responsible for the quarterback
2: I, that's well. I don't know. So let's set that aside. Now, before his Cleveland job, his last offensive coordinator job, he was in Miami, like o two o three, so about ten years ago, uh, where he did finish. I'm in yards. I don't know, but in points, he was in the top half of the league with the court. He had like Fiedler was his quarterback, and he finished in the top half of the league with Fiedler and Ricky Williams. That is the kind of offense they are likely to have next year if they miss out on a top-flight quarterback in the draft. They'll have, you know, a Matt Castle starting, and hopefully their defense will be much improved under Zimmer, and they will have Matt Castle starting. And if Norv Turner can somehow capture that magic in a bottle and recreate a top-half offense, with Matt Castle under center. Uh, he has done it before with mediocre quarterbacks. Now again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm trying to argue Rand's side for him. Did I do a good enough job?
1: I don't know. No. He's North Turner, man. Well no. let's, come the government any his. smarter. He wasn't a
2: great head coach. He had he did okay. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but he took some teams to the playoffs multiple times that had some good offenses.
1: He had a losing uh, record, but was never accused of any felonies, so... He... As
2: far as I know,
1: um... Not a murderer.
2: Don't think so. Probably uh, not. Probably not a murderer.
0: Those teams that he coached as head coach, they were all right offensive teams. San Diego? Yeah, but they were great before he got there. And I uh, think most San Diego fans will tell you that he didn't do a whole lot.
2: Okay. I'm trying, guys. Fuck, I'm scrapping. Here, I'm...
0: But Hurt's not in it. I appreciate I, mean, I, appreciate you, know, you, I know, you trying yeah,
1: to, trying he to help out Mike because he's not here.
0: He needs it. I just think that you fall into the trap of this guy is competent. Uh, we just want some competence around here. Sure. And that's going to get you mediocrity, right? And the problem is. When the, it hasn't been mediocre around here. Mediocre sounds good. But Norv Turner is not – he's an old dog, man. He's not learning new tricks. So you just this want somebody young. young. Do you picks. have somebody in mind? Because I sure no. Don't. I don't. No, either. not necessarily. Yeah. I don't necessarily want somebody young. I want somebody who's an innovator. Um, whoever the guy who – you know, the next Chip Kelly or Art Briles or somebody like that um, who, again, just has different ideas on how to on how to run an offense. That's who I like. Um. And I don't like just, again, the institutional Monty Kiffins and Norv Turners and uh, those guys of the world. It just doesn't really excite me, and I just think the game, like every sport, is changing leaps and bounds uh, every single year, and you need someone who's willing and interested in keeping up and changing like crazy.
3: Um, I get that. It's it's
0: the exact same argument why I hate Flip Saunders. So it's, you know what I mean? like, those are just these guys. The comeback is...
2: He, Zimmer has never been a head coach before. It may be useful to have a guy on the offensive side of the ball that has been a head coach before
0: for Zimmer to lean on. Isn't Zimmer, yeah. like, 50? Okay. Like yeah, he's 57. 57. And he's yeah. old. He doesn't need, like, he's not a young buck who's, like.
1: And Turner's got to be about I, 72 now, doesn't he? Okay, that's the, yeah. Guy I'm 100. trying here. Fuck, I'm trying, all right? You can't. I
2: agree
0: with you. on so the side of mediocrity, and, and you're on the side of a low ceiling. You're just not going to be able to come out of this one, man. Yeah,
1: so basically this team just is land being, the map. going land to be the coached map. by Clarence's dad Fire. and my dad's. I, t- I tap out.
0: Oh, you want to see some swearing?
2: <laughs> this makes Zimmer look like a Sunday school teacher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but I would want a, a QB-focused um, – uh, innovative thinker. Again, I don't give a shit if they're young or not. You just have to be ready to roll with the changes, uh, the league, and they're going to keep changing. I mean, you know, these concussion uh, issues and the rules are just every single year. It's going to be a whole new sport, uh, or at least every few years. So, um, someone who's shown the ability to to roll with that would be who I would want. But I don't have a whole lot of faith in this process. It's probably just going to be a, a professional, whatever. I like I like the Zimmer.
2: I like the Zimmer hire. I, I do. But on its surface, I'm withholding final judgment till he picks his coordinators. I like that he was the best coach in Cincinnati. Who's Cincinnati's head coach?
0: Marvin Lewis. That's how many people
2: like him. I mean, would they seven. Re- would you rehire him? No. not uh, The the other people kind of at the top of the list are that Greg Roman out in San Francisco. And what's hard to pin on him is how much of that is him and how much is Harbaugh. With Zimmer, know. you know it's Zimmer. It's not anybody else. He is the guy behind the success that he's had. there's nobody else behind it. The other guys that they're talking about, it's kinda like I don't is it completely him? I I don't I don't know. Yeah. It may it,
0: it may be not.
2: That's exactly right. That's right. a great corollary, yeah. So again, on the surface I like it, but I'm I'm still not I got my dipping my toe in the water, I'm not diving all the way in head first yet.
0: Being positive is weird, out of you.
1: Yeah, what is
2: happening? Uh, I'm yeah. happy that Frazier's gone. I, I really like the guy. I do. I mean, I, I like a stand-up person that is a good person, and I don't like when bad things happen to people that don't deserve it. I wish Spielman would uh, would get fired. What I am looking forward to is Zimmer calling Spielman a clueless fuck up stupid asshole. <laughs> I, I think it's going to happen. But I, I think it's going to happen in a press yes. conference. I just can't you think wait. it's going to happen in a press conference? I do. I think he, oh. I mean, he's going to say something like <laughs> you see the fucking guy that he gave to me? <laughs> fucking ponder. It's going to be ponder. Yeah. But it's be. yeah I, fuck you want me to do this guy? This guy's, this guy's an idiot. I, he gave me a guy that can't throw football and you expect me to win football games. It's going to be something yeah. along those lines
0: and it's going to be glorious. I want to have, have some new Burnsy rants.
2: Oh, I can't wait! And yeah. you know, you're just gonna—he's gonna walk in the door, kick open the door, and throw Spielman out of out a window. <laughs> and it's just everything and I'm just gonna laugh. <laughs> oh,
1: it's gonna so basically, be so- what we're looking for here is the World Wrestling Federation.
2: I hope they have security cameras set up all throughout Winter Park and in the parking lot, so we can see the, you know, the security tape, the little timer going off in the bottom corner with yeah. like of oh, the parking lot. And it's just the outside of the building, and things are quiet, and then all of a sudden, Spielman just
3: <laughs> crashing through a third-story window <laughs> out
2: into the bushes. That's <laughs> just, it's just that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to.
0: You know, it's nice that Leslie Frazier went out as a well-liked guy, but it wasn't a whole lot of fun. You know, his demise. I like when yeah. guys go out, uh, really go out in a with a bang, and I feel like. Yeah. For better or worse, this dude seems like he's a pretty interesting guy. And yeah, you know, yeah. we're in we're in the media business. We're we're in <laughs> talkers. We gotta have talkers here and there. We're gonna yes. be talking about this crazy lunatic a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: He's got he's like tice times twenty. And yeah. Tice is a goofball and fiery. This guy is well beyond tice in that spectrum.
0: I did see a quote from him um, this week, and I just pulled the story up that I thought was pretty cool. Um, uh, Will Leach, one of my favorite dudes, uh, writes for Sports on Earth. Wrote an article about Bobby Petrino, mm-hmm. and how uh, mm-hmm. the the hire was just an obvious move, as if it was as if it wasn't a charade uh, before that they don't give a shit about character, about anything besides wins. And Bobby Petrino is for sure one of the biggest assholes. This is Atlanta uh, that hired, hired Petrino. Right? The uh, no,
1: Louisville hired him back. Louisville just rehired hired him again. Up. He's got oh, another, okay.
0: yeah. So, um, but they were talking about, um, um, somebody asked Mike Zimmer back in the day when um, Petrino ditched Atlanta. Remember he left mid in the yeah. season, like week 14 yeah. or week 15, just fucking took off. Mm-hmm. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, and they asked Mike Zimmer about it. He must have been, uh, I don't know if he was a coordinator on uh, he was, well, Cincinnati yeah. at the time or Atlanta or whatever. He said, uh, yeah. Yeah. he's a gutless bastard. Quote that. I don't give a shit. How about this? Gutless motherfucker. You could use that one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, told him. God. Uh, Mike, we can't print gutless bastard. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I got a better one for you. Oh, and I
1: got a better one. You can't print that? Print this. Gutless yeah.
0: motherfucker. But it uh, is wonderful. I don't love it just because he was swearing. I thought that it was great that he just did not give a shit. They, you know, the, yes. these are like old, old boy networks, and you never know yeah. who's going to be whatever. He's like, I don't give a shit. Uh, Stick it up for what's right. And that that was great. Again, well, I don't, he might be a terrible head coach. I don't give a shit. That, I thought that was cool. So I hope he we get more folks like that. The knock
2: that he's never been a head coach is fifty-seven, and he's never been a head coach. And why is that? The comeback to that so far has been because he doesn't give a shit, and he if he won't cover your ass. So he will if he doesn't like you, he will tell you, and that has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in the league, and that's the reason why.
3: I hope he's that's not, right. He's not
2: a good coach, <laughs> and I hope so too. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's gonna be a head coach. There's nothing to draw it on, off of. He's never been a head coach. Nobody knows. If somebody says they know he's gonna be a head coach, they're lying to you because they have no idea. There's no there's, there's no previous experience.
0: Yep. But so we'll see. Yeah, history is littered with terrible coaches that were competent assistants, that were competent college coaches, whatever. Who the fuck Frazier.
2: Frazier was a, mm-hmm. was a pretty damn good defensive Very coordinator. Very well respected as a
1: defensive coordinator.
2: He got hired as back as a defensive coordinator before most of the head coaches got hired yeah. this year. So uh,
1: Before Ziggy was done firing him, he was hired as yeah. a defensive coordinator. <laughs> he was
2: already That's in tough. Tampa. He was already in Ybor City getting lappies. <laughs> All right, I want to pose yeah. a couple
1: of hypothetical Vikings questions to you guys. Number one, if you're if you're the general manager, would you trade Adrian Peterson for draft picks or anything else before next Name season? the draft picks. You gotta be uh, more specific. First well, rounder.
0: Clarence, why don't you, Clarence, why yeah, don't you yes. say what you would trade him for?
2: First rounder, yes. I'm trying to think of where the water, where the threshold is. You would
1: need more One than first that rounder one. or multiple first rounders?
0: One. In the top whatever. Any first round? What the twenty seventh pick. <sighs>
2: 27th, now you're getting... Because I wouldn't for a second rounder, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I'm with you. It
2: probably in, like, 22, 23, 24, somewhere in there is
0: where the threshold is. Okay, well, I'm looking at what they got for Percy. Yep. That was a first rounder, and then... Was that it?
2: That was it, and That's it was late that. in the
0: toys 20, like, 26,
2: something like that. Yeah, uh, guys, I know I'm crazy, and people are going to hear this and say... What the fuck? One first rounder? Fuck you, crazy. That's fine. That's what I think he's worth. It's not a running league anymore. Not I agree saying, with you. Man. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that they could probably get a couple kickers later, later draft picks. But <laughs> I would trade him for a. Uh, I mean, like a kick in.
1: Why do you We're need talking him? about Rick Spielman here. They <laughs> could well be kickers later in the draft. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, that <laughs> Blair Walsh is was washed up.
3: <laughs> Wait a for
1: younger. Answer me truthfully,
3: okay. Brandon. <laughs> and
2: don't bullshit me. Are you Rick Spielman? <laughs> I mean, don't bullshit me, man.
0: Just it would be it. funny to be on the phone with uh, like Jim Harbaugh. I'd be like, yeah, yeah okay, first round pick. I'm also going to need... Your second and third best kickers, <laughs> uh, Rick. We only got one. We well, we'll put you in hold.
2: <laughs> we gotta find <say> two <laughs> kickers, quick. <laughs> no. no, I'm sure that you could say, yeah, give me a, a first and also a fourth, fourth and then or, something. or something. Yeah. yeah,
3: with I Rick would Spielman,
2: he, he wouldn't know what to do with those plucky like uh, little kid in his wiener. He didn't know what to do with them.
0: Poor kids, and I think most kids know what to do with their wieners. Like what age are you talking about here? Like one year old. A one, okay, because I was going to say, my kid's too, and he already has pretty good idea of what that thing is
1: for. It's pretty advanced. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That kid's going uh, to the gifted class. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him yank on that thing. Uh,
2: so you're at, but would you do it for just the 23rd pick? If they just said, no, nope, we're not giving you anything more than that.
0: I mean, I think it would be fine. I'm also, again, Trent Richardson was just traded. For a first round pick. So if I'm looking around the marketplace, yeah. I have That's to. True. think I would need a top twenty pick and a couple other.
1: Yeah. First okay, and no a third and a fourth,
0: a like that. I mean at least a punter.
2: Trent Richardson is what five years younger than Adrian. I know he's not as good. That's obvious. That's the first.
1: I seen. had him on my fantasy team. He is not as good.
2: That's right. not, not same universe. Uh, universe. He had a uh, three yards
0: rushing last game.
2: Anyway. Yeah. I'm not looking at the rest of the value. I'm just saying up. Yeah, off the top of my head, what would I need? Would be a first rounder.
0: If I called every single je- team and knew for a fact the best I was going to get is a mid twenties, yeah, I would do it. He's not getting. You're right. He's not getting younger. I feel like you could find somebody in the third round this year that can step in and be pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that, I don't know if that's sacrilege. But. I, I know it is.
2: He's uh, obviously an incredible player, and I've enjoyed watching him. Uh, another factor is that he takes up a huge cap hit. Mm-hmm. Um, things, you, know, you can use that money elsewhere. This team has a lot of holes. Uh, running back is not as important as the cap space that he's taking up. Only- it's just sad to say. He's on the down, which is one of the biggest, when people ask me why I hate Spielman so much. And I'm it's sports hate. It's not real hate. I don't even know him. Uh, it's because he wasted Adrian Peterson's career. And I told you after the third preseason game of Ponder's rookie season that he would, we would spend the next three years, the prime of AP's career, finding out that Christian Ponder can't play quarterback in the NFL. And how do people respond to that, Clarence? Well, the two Wait, things happen. Respect. No, <laughs> no. There's, there's two different things that often happen and sometimes <laughs> the third thing. And, and Similar
1: things, guess. but different
2: things. Similar, but different. Yep. Go ahead. I'll guess. You, I'll check them off.
1: You were lauded?
2: No, no, no. That was Teared? No. 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 High-fived? Encouraged?
1: <laughs> Rarely. No.
2: Never, never Wait a never second. happened.
1: Were no. you mocked? That happened, That happened, okay. Yep. Mocked and
0: forgiven. No, no. Get colder. Oh, boy. Going in the wrong direction, huh? Mocked and ridiculed for this. Ridiculed? Yep. Uh Mocked Mocked and ridiculed. And ridiculed. And sometimes,
2: stifled. (laughs) And sometimes, on occasion, stifled. And three years later, here we are, and Spielman fucking... Went up, moved up, picked Ponder, and we spent the next three years, the prime of AP's career, wasting it, finding out what everybody should have been able to see in year one, that he can't throw a forward pass. And if they even had a competent quarterback, as we saw with Matt Castle this year, they had a chance to win a lot more games than were wasted watching that goofball flail around back there. He's the smartest fucking guy in the field, smartest dumb guy I've ever seen to to quote uh, oh, fuck, now I just laugh at stuff. Mox's coach. Yes, old Bill Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Potter is an idiot on the field and it just makes me grumpy and that's why I hate Spill. That was a long way to go. Sorry. Well,
0: Clarence, uh, you never really played the game. You're not around the business. I don't know if you know this, but arm strength is not one of the ten things that <laughs> most GMs look for in a quarterback. It's not important. Not oh. important at all.
2: Pelissero.
3: Oh, my God.
0: I, uh, what
3: happened
2: to Pelissero? What happened? We have more time now today. I want you to name ten other things, that just any ten things, that you could look for in a quarterback. Uh, I would then say he, he's saying there are ten more things that 10. are ten things that are more important than arm strength. Height, I'm accuracy. saying. I can't, I can't even name ten more things that are important
0: accuracy for me. sure. Guess there's one. Height. 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 Okay, that's I think that's yep. reasonable. Yep. Um, speed.
1: Uh, let let me see.
0: Sure. Advanced um, degrees. <laughs> I'm not claiming. Already, now. we're already
2: getting. How about well. now, how about intelligence? How about intelligence? Just, sure. Intelligence. There's four uh yep. leadership leadership is five if you know uh preparation Pr- work ethic how about that yeah, Ethics. yep yep well um, work ethic and preparation i think are fine i'll even count them as 2 we're at seven thanks. we're at seven okay. yeah Uh-oh. we still
0: have three more to go scent punch scent scent like how he smells yeah yeah like a woodsy smell might be kind of refreshing Fine, we're counting. Cents. We still have two more Uh, uh Punctuality. <laughs> punctuality, yes. Josh Freeman. What I'm looking
1: for is a quarterback that's really late.
0: Nine. So we're at I nine know we had five receptions, are. but he uh, got on the bus on time. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're at nine.
2: We're at nine, and two and of them are sent in
1: punctuality. One of those, those,
2: of of those <laughs> yes. Uh, and Philip claim was that there are ten more ten. things more important than arm strength that was his his Mm. claim to me personally is what he told me
0: penmanship (laughs) there they are that's it then (laughs) calligraphy
3: oh fuck
2: (sighs) god it makes me grumpy that is the uh,
0: that is the gift that keeps on giving Uh, did you read the uh, Jameis Winston uh, long read in uh, ESPN the magazine earlier this year
1: was it about raping
0: yeah, it was about his uh no God. No, it was it was before that came out, so it was oh. like one of you know, like their their ESPN long reads are just the biggest puff pieces sure. um of all time. Yeah, anyway, well, um I'm gonna get the details wrong, so this is of course
3: <laughs> No
1: university thing. in the country has as good of a PR department as sport as the ESPN the magazine.
0: Yeah. Um so this whole this entire story is a sport of fact because I'm sure I'm going to get all the details wrong, but um, there is a frat that all the most recent Florida State quarterbacks have have belonged to, and um, there's always been a contest for the quarterbacks to see if they can throw. I don't exactly know what it is, but from the courtyard onto the roof of a building across the street, or something that's like really <laughs> difficult to throw a football to. And right. EJ Manuel for years was like always at the cusp of hitting the top of this building or whatever they were trying to get it into couldn't quite make it and uh, Jameis Winston showed up this year and like just just airmailed it just sailed way over it <laughs> Okay, and then there was like this footnote that like oh and Christian Ponder was not even close to everybody <laughs> <laughs> Not even worth discussing. Oh, Christian
1: Ponder killed three people on the sidewalk in front <laughs> yeah. of the building.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, out shame. Not because he hit it with the football, Yeah. because they were so yeah. embarrassed. Ran him over. <laughs> yep. All uh, right. He uh, he just tried kicking it over instead. Oh, the guy God. you played catch with when you are a kid, who was bad at throwing, he just tried punting it to you. Mm-hmm.
2: That
3: hail Mary
0: that Ponder threw
2: <laughs> was, was
3: that, that the, 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 the best? The the best point point the that that was that the low point, point of, of the
1: season? That was the low point of Christian right. Ponder's career, I think. That was the NFL. rock.
0: That was rock bottom. Right? I honestly was... felt really bad for people who were still holding out, and that may have been a serious like a serious bad thing to see yep. for some people
3: no, you know, because we
0: had years of been like yep. yeah obviously we know how far you can throw up but there, yes. there had to be some casual fans or some real diehard believers just the dreamers yeah they're like all right we got one chance here we got one crack so, at it. come on ponder
2: like maybe your whole life you hear whispers about you know like your dad is a cross-dresser or something, and your entire life is spent... No, you know what? I've never seen it, man. You don't know what you're talking about. You're always defending your old man against them. More the, evidence you know, builds up. Yep, more evidence builds up, but you know. and then one day you're you know helping him move out of his house, and you're up in a closet, and a box falls, and like 50 ball dresses fall out <laughs> from your old man's closet, and that was Ponder's
0: Hail Mary throne. And, and you're yeah. like, ah-ha. Oh, you knew it. That was probably yep. it. Uh, Anybody it was... who after that still believed in him, those are the people yep. who would need to be locked up. Yes. that's. Yeah. We just. I, I'm sorry, you just cannot be part of our society. No. You're too stupid.
2: And those people actually
0: still, even to this day, exist. That... And get to vote. <sighs> oh, get to vote. God. Fucking democracy.
1: All right. It's stupid. This is hypo- stupid hypothetical <laughs> question number two. To go back to the original point. There was oh a mock draft that came out today that our friend Mike Rand mentioned on his blog that had Johnny Manziel going first and Teddy Bridgewater dropping all the way to eighth where the Vikings pick. So here's my question. They're not both going to be available, obviously, but it's sort of been a divergent thing where Bridgewater the whole year was the number one, and there was some talk about whether Manziel was even going to go in the first round for a while, and now all of a sudden Manziel's just zoomed up all the way up the draft board, and now it's talking about number one. So let's, let's say, hypothetically, the Vikings could choose between them. Who would you choose?
2: Bridgewater, all day long. And if they get him, I will never complain about the Vikings ever again.
1: Really?
0: Yep. You're like, a, you're like a nine-year-old who's asking God for yes, a bicycle. I will never I, ask you for a thing ever again, once. God. It can, it, Give me that huffy. Teddy Bridgewater
2: can be my Christmas gift, my birthday gift, uh, for the next ten years. God, I'll that's walk the deal him. that
1: I'm making. I'll eat
0: yep. him. Yeah, I'll play with him. <laughs>
1: yep. I'll pick <laughs> up. That got out. a little weird there, Dan Brandon.
0: <laughs> no, I'll play with him.
2: Um, that's. I, I would do cartwheels. I would be so excited. It would be the greatest day of my life.
0: You have three kids, don't you? No. Better. This is better. <laughs> this would be the best day of my life. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all uphill from there. Right. Oh. And you're kids you're like, I got a lot of bullshit to w- wade through before this. Becomes exactly good. right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right kids.
1: Daddy used to do a podcast, but don't listen to episode forty three. You better don't listen any of them. <laughs> yep. <sighs> uh, okay,
0: because he can he has a better arm, right? Makes all the throws. Makes uh, he all is the more throws. An NFL quarterback
2: it just and makes all the throws a cliche. He just simply passes the eye test on who is a better NFL quarterback. Manziel's a better college quarterback. Manziel is a better college quarterback. I think Bridgewater is going to be the better
0: NFL quarterback. This is the Evan Turner versus John Wall debate happening again. Practicing. I don't know who
2: either That's, of these people are. Uh, sure. That's uh, absolutely
1: a perfect comparison between I, a guy who played and...
2: writers. Evan Turner is a right like a poet? Like a sort of poet?
0: He's the new Bill Shakespeare. Huh. He's the newest Billy Shakes on the scene. No, don't don't can't
1: say an no. old. Uh, so you're saying that uh, Evan Turner was a better better college player, but John Wall's a better pro player.
0: Yeah. Yep, and that was always the argument because people were like, dude, Turner has been dominating all season. He just Mm -hmm. didn't have the ceiling.
1: Yeah, but everybody's like...
0: The game wasn't going to translate as well. And it's true. Their wall is a much better player. Manziel, I'm still a little worried that he is going to get um, murdered on the field. in game one. Yes. I mean, he's 170 pounds. We talk about Ah. this every week, but um, I don't care how much they're trying to protect quarterback... Every once in a while, he'll, it only takes one hit, you know, right. and he, his ribcage has collapsed in on himself, and he's dead.
1: I'm actually rooting for Johnny Football only because it would be a total disaster, and it would be kind of fun to watch.
2: It would be. If, if you're from the school that the Vikings will never win a Super Bowl, and all I want and is to never will. It. I just mm-hmm. want to be entertained, then yep. Manziel-Zimmer combo is... A columnist, a sports columnist's dream. The the media in this town will, will be given the Christmas present that I wanted with Bridgewater, mm-hmm. Manziel and Zimmer will be the Christmas present to them.
0: That would he's be. the media's new puppy.
1: Oh, they'd be the new McMahon and Ditka. That's you
2: know what? That's <laughs> actually an awesome <laughs> comparison. <laughs> I like poking holes in your comparisons.
0: Yeah, I know. Damn I it. Can't. Uh, I
2: can't. i like ripping people apart to build myself up. I can't yep. in this instance. Um, that is perfect. Man, that's a great example. We yeah. can even do the Super Bowl. We are the bikes. Shuffle on two. <laughs> shuffle on two. I do it for you.
1: We ain't <laughs> here. To start no trouble. <laughs> oh, do the Super oh, Bowl shuffle.
0: This going. <sighs> yep. Yep. That's great.
1: All right.
2: But um, you haven't talked me out of Bridgewater. But no. I like I like
1: the theory, I'm mean, I, At this point I'm happy with either one For very different reasons Bridgewater because he'd be good at football Manziel because he'd be good at keeping the rest of us entertained
0: Yeah yep. I would like both those And Bork Bladles has given enough steam That I would be okay with him yep. as well
1: Well uh, I'm Bork Bladles seems a lot like The new Christian Bonner to me I don't know why I don't like He's just I like from a Florida, Florida school I
2: don't
0: like Florida quarterbacks
2: We went over mm-hmm. this last week I don't like them
0: um,
1: Tebow, He
2: Danny reminds Russell. me
0: of uh, yeah, Who's that? Who's that? Dante. No, who's that dipshit that plays for uh Jacksonville?
1: Um, B- uh, Jay Fiedler No, that's not right.
0: Jake Locker.
2: No, no Jacksonville. No, was the guy who was
0: like just Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbard He reminds Blaine me of him. Blaine Gabbert just was a nobody until his lat. Seemed like. You know, right before the draft, all of a sudden, it's like, well, he looks like a quarterback. Yeah. um, And shot up the draft boards. Um, So that scares me a little bit.
1: So what you're saying is the Vikings are ending up with Bork Bladels for sure.
0: (laughs) I think Bork's (laughs) probably the answer. (sighs) But I don't know. I mean, that's fine. Just need a quarterback. What are they going to do without one? What if they draft that fucking Notre Dame defensive tackle or the UCLA linebacker? And this they don't is, end up with a third or fourth round pick. I mean, why? that's stupid, right?
2: Let's not... Don't ruin this.
0: No, we're... We were having tr- a good time. I mean, we man. were in the trust tree, weren't we? Um, Derek Carr, David, David Fales, Taj Boyd, these are all guys that aren't maybe a to top first round pick. Them. No. I mean, I'd give them a whirl. They're all better than Ponder. Yeah, that's not...
2: <laughs> that's not a good comparison. That's not the bar I want to be setting, that they're better than Ponder. We already have somebody better. Castle's better than Ponder. There you go. I
0: do not Just want Castle. Them.
2: I don't either. But you're saying, oh, they're better than Ponder. Let's use our pick on them. No. No. No.
3: Huh. I want it all. Okay.
2: I want Manziel or I want Bridgewater, and I want Bridgewater first. And I won't I won't ask for anything ever again.
0: I think that that mock draft that uh, whoever did... Uh, Kuyper. It was a Kuiper. Yeah. I don't think Jacksonville is passing up on a court on... They're not taking a defensive player. Cleveland's <laughs> not passing up. I mean, there's too many quarter, too many guys and new quarterbacks for us to end up with. Either one of those guys. But
2: that's the, that's the only high. reason why it might happen is that there's so many quarterbacks some of these teams might talk themselves into an A.J. McCarron in the second
1: round. Yep, just saying, we'll wait till the second round, we'll get who's ever left.
2: Then what you, if they talk, so then you need that domino. Oh, it's like the quarterback
0: thing, just, or the, the coach thing.
2: Yeah, the, the second thing domino you need to fall is that no other team will move up to get him. They won't give enough to move up to get a quarterback they like. So you need right. those, those two things to happen seven times. Well, six, because you can either get Bridgewater or Manziel. You need those things to happen that many times—six times. Six miracles. Yep, six miracles for us to get
0: for the Vikings. That's so much. That's too many miracles. That's the exact amount of miracles that kept Jules Winfield um, and John Travolta's character alive in Pulp Fiction. I don't think it could happen again. <laughs> uh, six bullets whizz by their heads. Now let's. let's so we talk need about a divine things. intervention. Is that what you're saying? We need divine intervention to happen.
1: Well, that has been true of the Vikings franchise for 50 years now.
0: What I could see happening because they are
2: the Minnesota Vikings and, and God hates me for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of things I've done. I've I brought it upon it's myself. It's the sins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Goat fucking. Either Manziel or Bridgewater will be there at 8. No. And Spielman won't take him anyway. He'll take somebody else. And I will go so apeshit. I, I might I, I might even go eat. I might like If we that actually happens Winter Park
1: will sleep. burn.
2: Perfectly calm. There,
1: there will be a draft party. party at Winter Park yeah. and that place <laughs> will burn. There will be a riot.
0: It all burns in the fire. It it would not yeah. yeah. Here's this is what's weird um <sighs> you l- love being mad because sometimes you just create scenarios that aren't even going to happen and rile yourself up just so you could be mad again it's like you're a drug you want to know like this isn't it's not humanly possible to happen and you're
2: mad about it. you want to know a little kind of a peek behind the curtain here with uh-huh. with, with myself and sure. sports They are my uh, sanctuary because during the day I am. A perfectly reason- I think if people know who knew who I was, that's why they're shocked. They would be like, what? Because I'm perfectly calm. I don't really get worked up about yeah. much anything. So sports are kind of like this little niche i built for myself where I can just be fucking goofball and get, yeah. just get riled up and yell and scream and have goofy opinions that are sometimes right and often wrong. Usually you, troll, wrong. you troll your friends. Troll my friends and just be loud and obnoxious and I was the same way playing sports, where during the day I said maybe five words the whole fucking day, Mild and then I'd get on the ice, and I would punch you in the face for looking at me funny. <laughs> uh, where this is the same way, where I just like to get worked up and be interested and just have to not worry about anything else in the universe for an hour a day, or three hours on Sunday.
3: This
1: is the That's crazy Swamptown paradox in that... If you meet him some you know, at the bar or at whatever, he's the nicest guy in the world and everybody everybody expects him to be lighting fires and punching the weight staff and getting thrown out of every bar. Yeah. Ever out, he's the calmest guy ever, but when it comes to sports he's just completely nuts. And it's a wonderful dichotomy. You know, the weirdest thing
0: I thought about meeting um Clarence Person was uh loves tacos. Eating tacos.
3: Yeah, day long.
2: No, no, the, the <laughs> food stuff,
0: that's all fucking right on that's all above board. Uh that is uh, uh, executive chef at Barrio, St. Paul. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. What a weird bit that you're doing.
2: Yeah, no. No. That's that's all that's all hundred percent real.
3: Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right. Um
0: what's... Okay, before we move on from football. Um, okay. I wanted to enter a new person into our Keith Millard Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, we haven't done the Keith Millard Hall of Fame for a while now.
0: Huh, all right. I don't know who uh, this is going to be. I actually, you do know? I don't. I'm interested to hear. Oh, I actually just saw a few tweets, so I could be totally wrong. Explain but, uh, the
1: Keith <laughs> Millard Hall of Fame again, one more time.
0: The Keith Millard Hall of Fame is, um... Also known as the "You're Lucky You're a White Person" Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. oh, where if there was a black person who had done the same thing that you did, they would be ostracized from society and yelled at. But when you do it, it's kind of you know funny and charming. Mm-hmm. I think Keith Millard, like didn't he get in a fight with a cop mm-hmm. or yeah? And he people were like, he's he's fiery, he's fiery, <laughs> he's just good old boy, good old boy. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and his, he do? His wife just got caught um, returning a rental car, and in the trunk she left a uh, an automatic, like an AK forty seven, or an AR fifteen, or something, <laughs> and a semi automatic rifle in the trunk of a rental car, and just left it behind. And I can guarantee you, uh, <laughs> if that was uh, if that yep. was Kevin Garnett or fucking, yeah. <laughs>
3: Probably Another black person. Is, uh, Brandon can't yeah. think of
1: the names of any more black people right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just Kevin Garnett and I don't know. Or uh, Prince. I don't know. There's
0: only two real black people that have been around Minnesota. No. Um, yeah, so I think that he deserves, maybe not entered into it, but he should be on the ballot this year.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're lucky you're white, Ryan Tanner. Yeah, because, you would you be know, in a lot of trouble if you were. Oh, how about if it was
1: RG3? Oh, there would be an uproar. But Ryan Tanner, he just loves freedom. He loves America. He loves his constitutional Second Amendment rights. Freedom
0: fighter, truth seeker, Tannehill. There you go. Man, it's good
1: to it's good to see the Keith Millard Hall of Fame back. It's been a while.
0: (laughs) It really has. I think there's they're probably the only two people in
1: it. I think right now it is Keith Millard and Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) <laughs> there was one other guy I can't even remember who was. was our first inductee 49 episodes ago or whatever we'll have to ask Wade our uh, yeah. official historian official historian Wade, Wade uh, at cadfly2727 on Twitter Um, I want to mention uh, well I want to mostly mention to Brandon that the Wolves lost tonight they were at home they were playing huh. a truly huh. awful Sacramento team one of the worst Holy teams oh. in the league
3: and second night
0: on a back to back
1: oh wow Luckily, that well, never happens. The rest of the NBA season,
3: beep, beep, beep. Wolves excuse generator favorites.
0: I'm feeling very vindicated um, at my uh, my Shadow Wolves being a lot better team than this actual Wolves. I think so.
2: They're actually playing in American basketball. No, they're not. Over in the European League,
0: there's a couple of guys that are on the rosters. How is Mike Muscala doing? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to find some statistics on him. <laughs> well, you got go to go
2: to. You got to go into Yahoo, Babblefish and type in the, the
0: box. Score. Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's doing. Um,
1: uh, who but no, this. All right, this you talk team, about the Shadow Wolves. I'm going to check on Mike Mescala here. You're not going to be able to find it. I looked up like two weeks ago. It was impossible. Um, <laughs> no,
0: it's it's just as. The bench is just as shitty as people thought. Um, Corey Brewer is just as shitty as as we talked about. Um, they're unbalanced. Um, I am just surprised at how Rubio has not gotten any better this year and how, um, it, you know, it's one of those things where if they're winning, you don't think about it, but they're losing, so you do. It just seems like Adelman um, is doing a really shitty job this year. He's got these hockey lineups going where it's the five starters and the five bench guys which, there's a reason it's not done a whole lot for other teams. It doesn't seem that smart. Um, you know, typically their starters do well, but their bench uh, looks like shit. Buttinger looks terrible so far. Um, just getting back into game action, I'm sure that's fine. But, uh, you know, they're just... I can't think of a whole lot of games this year that were exciting and fun to watch. Because they did have some exciting close games. Obviously, they've lost every single one of those, Right. Uh, whether they, um, you know, just played a good team, they had some really a good battle with the OKC a good battle with the Clippers. Those were exciting, but they lost. Or they win big, and you don't even end up watching the last half of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter because they were up by twenty-eight against the fucking you know Seventy Sixers or whatever. Um, so it just has not been such a bummer of a season to watch. And I think I spent the majority of the off season bitching about Flip. And I remember, I mean, back on a lot of times, but I remember saying at the end, like, okay, that's it. I'm done complaining about Flip. I'm just going to enjoy this season for what it is because they should be an entertaining team, at least. I didn't think they were going to be great, but entertaining. And that's been weird. They've been not a whole lot of fun to watch at all. I don't really know why. Um, But yeah, they just, they get a lot of their points through free throws, which obviously is not a whole lot of fun to watch um they never follow on the other end so the other team always shoots really well um it's just the combination of it all or whether it's the roster construction or again just rubio not playing well and brewer being pretty bad um and martin just so hot and cold it's just been i don't i don't really at least for the past couple weeks i've barely even been paying attention to him
2: well let me let me ask you this as somebody that does not have their finger on the
0: pole Timberwolves. Whoa, whoa whoa hold the phone you <clears throat> nope, You're not nope. in the
2: Okay, wow. I know I know a limited amount enough to bury you when we argue about the Timberwolves. I know enough enough there about the the Wolves and the NBA to, you know, to dominate the,
0: the argument. You pretend that, that I love them. Yep, 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 I love that. You pretend that I work on the PR staff yep. on the Wolves. Um, you know I hated them more than you did.
2: <laughs>
0: one uh, one thing I have not
2: heard brought up, maybe it is. So tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, they got. They got to start thinking about trading Kevin Love, don't they?
0: Oh Jesus Christ! No, they don't.
2: Why not? Wait, wait, wait. time out. Why? How many years does he have left in his contract?
0: He is, I know uh, he's not
2: done after this. So it's what one and a half.
0: This year and all next year. Yeah. So one and then and they, and they can opt out after that. So the time to start thinking about Which that would be a he year will. and a month from now.
2: No, no. Where his when his value is diminished because all he'll have left is that remaining month of a contract.
0: Yeah, but isn't unless the value in that you have locked up? Unless you're perfectly confident that you're going to be the team that signs him when he becomes a free agent, and I don't think any team should feel that confident. Um, it, the main one you think about is the Lakers, but Dwight Howard just opted out of that as well. I mean, no team is just going to automatically get whoever they want um, in any capacity. So, no, he's going to have a ton of trade value for a long time. When it comes down to it, yeah, you'll have the conversation because you need to get some value out of them. But you have to also remember that, well, who knows? They could just be an absolutely cursed franchise, which is probably the case. But if they do turn around in some capacity um, and they do get, you know, I don't know what the team's going to look like a year from now, whether they get a decent lottery pick or whatever else. um the way that the league is set up now, I don't know all the specifics. I'm not really that interested in the finances of, of sports in general. Um, but he will be able to make a lot, lot, lot more money staying here than opting out. Um, I don't think he's already that, made a lot of money. Yeah, I don't think that's for that's a slam dunk case by any means.
2: No, not just slam dunk. The chances of him returning to Minnesota in a year and a half are you know, it's got to be approaching zero. No, it's I not don't think
0: zero, but, um... Well, one
2: isn't zero, one percent, but it's pretty close,
0: it lives yeah. right next door to zero. Yeah. Um, it's it's
2: got if it's not zero, it's what, It's what less than five percent?
0: Yeah. No, I think it's more than that. Um, well, I then what that, is it? I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it enough, um... And the one time I, I had an opinion that I didn't think through a whole lot, you guys still fucking bring up everything <laughs> every <laughs> I thought he was 21 years old, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, he was a young guy. Was super <laughs> oh God, so, he's, all right. he's like the next so, Scott Baker. Then let me tackle
1: what <laughs> no, you're <he's> t- 34. <laughs> Scott Baker was 41, Major. No majors.
2: additional value for trading him now compared to trading him in a year and a month. Not one iota of additional value for trading him. For trading him before the deadline?
0: No, I have no idea. Um, I know that his value would st- will still be very, very, very high um, in the off season and early next year, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think that you—it's just like—would be the biggest defeatist attitude of all time, where the guy has not even made it to a playoffs game to, to the playoffs his entire career.
2: That's um, the reason why you not fucking this guy, It's this team as constructed is not going anywhere he still has high value, and he's not coming back. So I'm, I'm failing to see the argument here for keeping him when with him, you haven't gone anywhere.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I don't think that that's been his fault by, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you don't trade him because he's not going to get you to the next level. He's a fucking superstar. He's amazing. He's really, 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 really good. And I think you hold on to those guys as long as you can until you know for sure he's not coming back. Um, and I don't think there's been any indication besides defeatist fans, which are who are probably right, but saying like, "Well, he's obviously not going to stay here." I mean, KG stayed here, right, and he could have made more money elsewhere. So it does happen.
1: No, he could. No, he was the highest paid player in the league,
0: or he could have made his maximum anywhere, right? But no, he
2: that was here. before the maximum. They didn't have that. That's why he. That's why
1: there was a maximum because he signed such a <laughs> huge contract.
2: <laughs> they might as well call it the Kevin Garnett instead of the maximum,
0: because he, he the reason stayed here exists. and he could have made a shitload of money elsewhere, right?
1: <laughs> All right, uh, let's just change this fact until hundred? we get to something that's an actual factor.
0: Is that not right?
1: Um, I... Yes, he could have made other money, other other places. But Kevin Garnett is not necessarily the same as Kevin Love.
0: They are both
1: Name Minnesota Kevin.
0: Timberwolves, who can make millions of dollars elsewhere.
1: Yeah, but Kevin Garnett had sort of a special masochistic loyalty thing going on. You know that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't I think there Kevin Love has that. that he was going to. Uh, where is it, Chicago? Because he was from there, or yeah. whatever else. I'm not saying it. Uh, I'm not saying that it's for sure going to because that happened. But you do sometimes see guys stay with their teams, whether it's because they feel. Like, they're the leaders of the team, or because they can make a lot more money with their current team. I don't know what it is. Um, But again, I don't necessarily automatically assume, oh, he's going to go play for the Lakers. The Lakers are in shambles right now anyway. Um, He knows that they're going to be, whatever, probably. He's probably gone, but you for sure don't trade him right now. That would be asinine. He's going to have just as much value in a year from now.
2: Wow, and you're going to have another right.
0: year of him playing.
2: All right. If if I see a an NBA expert say otherwise, I will link to it with the little arrow thing that I do.
1: That seems beneath you.
0: Just Are you, no, no.
1: You're it's not, not gonna. You would. There's,
0: you would not. There's very little beneath me. I'm way down. <laughs> down.
2: I would. I will do that in
1: a heartbeat. Yeah.
3: All right, guys.
2: Brace yourself.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I went on the internet and I've got a Mike Mescala update for you. Get out of here!
0: Yep. I wish we had. a I wish we had a breaking news sounder. So you got the show <laughs>
2: for uh, yep. English <laughs> it, to do it, it actually? It actually into English.
1: The page had to be translated, and I'm having to use a little bit of my high school Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's playing for Rio and the In the Spanish league A team that oh, is you just me. Yeah exactly <laughs> They're 15th out of 20 teams in the Spanish league I'm pretty sure this is the Spanish league uh, But Mascala is leading the team In scoring and rebounding he's Averaging 14 oh. points a game And 8.5 and rebounds a game that's
3: And sure. the Completely team is 4 in the ladder
1: No that's the equivalent of like 60 points a game In the
0: NBA they don't score shit R- Ricky Rubio was like 2 points a game And 2 assists a game in those leagues He's amazing, I'm Which, telling to you. to be Mikey fair, Scala, Ricky Rubio was 11
1: years old at the time.
3: <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> you guys know the number one tenet of the sportive. We're a bunch of drunk idiots, but we happen to always be right. Yeah, it's a miracle. I was right about this fucking roster this year, and my guys are better than Flip's guys. I don't give a shit if he knows more about basketball. He doesn't know how to evaluate guys. Kitty cats, you're right. Kitty cats, obvious. Also, so, everything we've said about the wild, everything we've said about the twins and the Vikings so far, unfucking defeated. Yeah.
1: Also, I want to mention that the third leading scorer on Mike Mescala's Spanish team is named Pavel Pumperla.
0: <laughs> mm, hmm. I love that guy. I also want him on the Wolves. I just decided package deal. Package. That's Pumperla. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, maybe the Wolves will get better at some point. I don't know, man. I'm just sort of keeping an eye on them right now, and if they start making a run, I'll pay, pay a little bit more attention to them. Um, I just wish they were more fun to watch. I'm, that's the most surprising thing to me. I do, too.
1: All right, we won't mention much about the Wild. I want to give you one thing to look out for. Uh, the Olympic break is coming up after the first week of February. Um the standings are the Wild are still in the playoff spots in the standings but it's a little deceptive because the Wild have played 3 and 4 more games than most of the teams in the West and I went and looked at some of the schedules and a lot of those games are getting made up before the Olympic break. So I think you're going to see the Wild might not even play that badly between now and the Olympic break but all of a sudden Phoenix behind them and Dallas behind them and Vancouver ahead of them will suddenly start to look like they're pulling away just because they got three more games between now and the first week of February. We'll know
0: more before the Olympic break, is what you're saying. You guys want to know what the Wilds SRS is?
1: I do want to know what the Wilds SRS is.
0: Yeah, go for it. They're 12th. In the league? 12th out of 30 SRS.
1: Yeah, but look and see how many teams in the Eastern Conference are in the top 12. Oh, um, I don't think I know how to do that. All right, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will be up there.
0: Okay, hold on. I can look at. Um, this doesn't show SRS, but I can look at the uh, forecast using SRS for the rest of the year. Do you know okay. what? Uh, do you want to guess the odds that they make it into the playoffs?
1: The odds that the Wild make it into the playoffs?
0: I don't. I want yeah. to guess. I want to know what seed
2: they're going to be in the West. Yep. What the SRS says that means more to me than odds they make the playoffs. I'm gonna. I'm okay.
1: gonna say the odds have them at. I'm gonna guess the odds at 52 percent.
2: I will guess the odds are at 62%.
0: The odds have them, yikes, bros, 44% chance to make the playoffs. That sounds right. Collinger's yeah. an asshole. He didn't know anything. Um, but there's a, lot, there's a few teams clustered. Looks like it's going to be three teams fighting for one spot.
1: Are those three teams Phoenix, Dallas, and Minnesota?
0: Yes. Yep. Minnesota currently has a little bit better odds than those guys, but it's just because the odds of the set next seven are so high.
1: Right. Um, I really want to know how, what position they're at in the Western Conference SRS. So, um, we're just going to have to go through this, and we're going to work this out, Brandon.
2: I'll oh, say Jesus. ninth. And if they're at 42%, I'll say ninth. Yeah, eight.
1: they're probably in there. But if you
2: don't know, then forget it.
1: Okay, Anaheim. That's a Western Conference team.
2: West.
0: What? Know, that's <laughs> what? Oh, you're saying if they were in the East... <laughs> no. If they're
1: in the East, don't count them. If they're in the West, count them and tell me what place the wilder are in
0: there. That's right, yeah. Okay, Jesus. I don't know how to... Okay. So Anaheim's one? Just go through Anaheim's them. definitely the terrible. best team in the league. Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm guessing Chicago or St. Louis is second. I'm going to guess St. Louis is second.
0: St. Louis is one. Anaheim is second. All right. Chicago's third. Okay. So all in the West. Who's yeah. fourth? San Jose is fourth. Also in
1: the West. West.
0: Yep. Um, Pittsburgh. All right. East. They're the only good team in the East. Boston,
1: sixth. East. Okay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is seventh? Yep. You got to give Tampa Trump. credit. They lost goes pretty early on this Sorry.
0: Year. Sorry. Yeah. Lost L.A. Kings are seventh. <laughs> They're Tampa Okay, Tell me, you <laughs> just
1: confuse the Kings and the Tampa Bay Lightning logos right now. Tell me that's what happened.
0: No, not light. No, not logos. I just misread it. I was, I clicked on both of them back. Okay, and then the Kings uh, are
1: seventh. All right, that's another Western team.
0: So wait, we're at so that that's the number West. five. The
1: Kings are the Tampa five. Bay, team. Tampa
0: Tampa Bay's eighth. All right. Oh God, who's ninth? Oh Jesus, Colorado. Colorado's ninth.
1: I'm not a big believer in Colorado, six. but all right, there's six.
0: Patrick Rouge a fraud. Yep, yep. So, Wilders, well, yep, there's six. Not six Seven.
1: That's seven.
0: The Canadians are 11th.
1: All right, so they have the Wilds at the eighth seed right now, which yep. is where they're at in the standings, so.
0: That's what I just. Yes, eighth. Does that so, does it take that long just to get to the. Yes, yes. Damn it, I wish I just would have. I just said they're going to be battling for the last playoff.
3: Yeah, but we
1: wanted to know what the standings which, actually which were. Like we already can we cut that? What out? We already knew. No, we looking can't. At the
0: Standings. So
2: what is SR? I already knew they were eighth. Looking at the standings.
0: <laughs> so they, wait, are they eighth in current standings? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So are they? How far through the season are they? Are they? It's kind of the same as the NBA, right? Like almost halfway.
1: No, they're over halfway
0: at this point. Uh,
1: it's oh, all they are. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's
0: right. Because playoffs seem to take a lot longer in the in the NHL, right?
1: No, I think the playoffs and basketball and hockey take about the same amount.
0: Do you guys want to guess the percentage chance that they win the Stanley Cup? Point
2: Point
0: oh eight seven 7%. No,
2: that's high. Am I, I'm drunk.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I remember seven, that and tell you about that every single episode from now on? Sure. About me being drunk? No, that's a standing. That's probably crazier than Andy Albers. No. I'm just saying it. it uh, I'm going to go with 2%. <laughs> point oh point eight. Si- point 0.6. Point 0.6. Point 0.6 chance to win the cup. 0.6? That's, right.
2: that's, no. that's not. No. Anybody. Nah, I don't believe that. That's a horrible. <laughs> Whoever put that together is bad.
0: It's horrible. There's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 teams that have 0% chance because they're essentially already out of the playoffs. Yeah. And then there's 1, 2, 3 teams that have worse chance, and then the Wild. And everybody else is like, one, there's a bunch of teams that are like 1% to 2%. All right. Ah, Jesus,
2: mm-hmm. I'm not
0: buying. It's there hockey, is,
2: though. You, you could be a miserable team. All teams should have at least a 3% chance. Yeah, but it is pretty
0: insane if you look at this.
2: What it should be is
1: every team that's in the playoffs has a .0625% chance of winning the playoffs.
0: Not pointless, that's way too low. No, but if you add it all together, I'm
1: saying everybody gets an equal chance.
0: Six percent. Okay.
2: Basic. Um, the 0-3 Wild were a horrible team. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I and mean, they, they made it to it. a conference final. I mean, fuck, they, they went pretty far. I mean, you can all you need is a hot goaltender and some lucky bounces, and you can get pretty goddamn far. So
3: I think this is less than accurate. Though, chance. like
0: everybody seems to have a pretty decent chance. If you look at the NBA, I mean, the number one team, the Blues, has a sixteen percent chance. Um, you know, the number two has a 10% chance, so it is pretty spread out, actually. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I guess if you, like, all right. if you like crazy shit going on, that'd be your, uh, that'd be your sport.
2: I do. I do, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, know, you guys like crazy shit going on. It's one of my favorite um, things. Whereas if you look at basketball,
1: the yeah, we already playoff. know that there's three teams left in the playoff race. And, I mean, yeah, the race for the NBA title. It's going to be one of three teams, and that's all we need to know.
0: How insane is this? This doesn't take into account, um, you know, what we think we know about top-end players and showing up, whatever. This has the Pacers, just because of their record and point differential, being a 32% chance to win the finals, and the Heat has a 10% chance. No. That's no. fucking stupid, right?
2: That doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, that's the problem with computers, man. They just don't know the, the heart of a champion like LeBron. Like our guy, Bron Bron. Right? Is thing on? Is this thing on? Yeah. Okay. All well, right. there you go.
1: Good so afternoon. I didn't have any actual things to say about the why. I,
0: I this week really uh, carried you
1: guys. You really carried the, the hockey talk. talk. Yeah. You're That's welcome. Nice. Hockey expertise right there. Appreciate it, Barry Melrose. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: You're welcome, guys.
1: All right. Anybody else got anything they want to mention before we go here?
0: Um, nah, I think I'm good uh,
1: yeah, we're working on the possibility of a joint sportive slash gleaming in the geek podcast. We're hoping that's gonna happen at some point, but royal rumble obviously it, it is us planning it, so don't hold your breath, and even if we do get it organized, it'll probably sound like the Christmas episode, and in other words, be completely impossible to listen to, so. Worthless. Maybe we better let maybe we better let John take care of the old recording for that <laughs> yeah, one. yeah, I would. Uh, yeah,
0: John with an H. Yeah, yes. John with an
1: H. Bonus. <laughs> maybe we better let bonus take care of the recording for that one.
0: They have. Uh, I know what the equipment that they use. They plug a little splitter into their iPhones. And it's, it costs like six dollars. Mm-hmm. Whereas I had to take there's a worked... mortgage out for our fucking equipment.
1: <laughs> this works perfectly every week. Every week, it's completely yeah. easy to hear. They're in a bar. There's people all around them, and yet you, you can hear them perfectly. And we you got- how
0: lucky they are. I talked to Bonus about this before we both started our podcasts. We hadn't met at all; just had emailed about it, and we both bought the exact same product. Uh, mine dropped like three of six podcasts that i tried to record and i finally quit my old podcast because that thing was such a piece of shit and he's never had a problem with it hmm. we both spent twelve dollars <laughs> a fucking gold mine for him and mine was in the garbage a year ago Ugh. <sighs> lucky bastard he got the good one
1: yep yep and now we have $100,000 worth of recording equipment. And we've never once had a podcast that didn't sound like it was recorded at the bottom of an empty swimming pool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, the sportive way.
1: Sportive way. <laughs> Expensive, but poorly done.
2: Yep. It would be endearing if you could actually hear what we
0: were saying. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Terrible content, but hey, at least we sound like
3: shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We've got it all here on this sportive.
3: Uh, thanks uh, for
1: yeah. thanks for listening. Um, we follow us on the twitters and argue with us, and follow Mike Rand on the Twitter at Randball and argue with him too. Cause Sorry, he's really lot
0: lately. I feel bad about that. Uh, go
1: Patriots, I guess. Uh, well, I'm a Seahawks uh, guy. You know that,
0: so go Hawks. Go. You know what? I think the Hawks are too are too loved now. I think I have to.
1: I. Can't disagree with that, and I'm not trying to get anybody else to cheer for him. I'm just telling you who I am.
0: Van fall.
2: oh gold Broncos, I guess. Fuck
1: the Broncos. Decker, Decker. Uh-huh. Decker. All right, I'll accept that.
2: Yeah, it's like, I'm. I'm scrapping here on this one too, guys. I don't have a team I really just absolutely love. I gotta. I just gotta go with because I'm. You know, I'm a giant homer. You but Decker is the tiebreaker. I don't like any of them, but it I sure
1: is not going to be the Patriots. I'll tell you that.
0: Fuck no. All I really care about is Harbaugh losing. He's too obnoxious.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I've had enough of him. I don't want to see him anymore. He makes me grumpy. That's fair. That is yep. fair. So go all teams but uh, pleated khakis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, we'll see ya. Night. Thanks for listening. Clance, this is where I'm expecting you to make some offensive sound.
2: Cat sounds. No, today lost. I'm not making any sounds. No more cat sounds. No, RIP cat sounds.
1: Alright, see you bye. See you bye.